When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we are ready. And we are ready. We are back. We are here in our brand new episode of The Bald and the Beautiful. That's right, Trixie. I couldn't agree with you more. And today we have somebody who um, is both uh, bald and beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's um, a, a living legend and a renaissance person. Mm-hmm. And the inventor of most things that you're probably familiar with at home. Computers, computers, internet, the wheel. Yeah. Um, uh, most cutlery, um, <laughs> many languages. <laughs> Honestly, one of the most respected drag queens on the planet who all of us aspire to be like. It's Jackie Beat. Jackie Beat. Hi, you guys. It's me coming to you live through modern technology. Yeah. I have to <laughs> we say. Don't even, we don't even have to get near each other. I love it. You're not used to the remoteness of it. I see you on the Instagrams all the time. I did your show. I did your show too. I had a blast. Yeah. I'm not very sec- uh, a tech savvy, as they say. I thought you were going to say I'm not very sexy. Yeah. Oh, I'm, te- I'm terribly sexy. Terribly, terribly. sexy. <laughs> I'm you horribly know, turned on. My, <laughs> my, my look is fuckable clown. That's what I call it. <laughs> yeah. My look is unfuckable clown. No, she's, she's playing hard to get. She's, you were playing hard to get. Yeah. Yeah. So where should we start? Your illustrious drag career? I want to start with the facelift. Oh, let's well, start with... Let me st- just say, yeah, you guys start where you want to start. Do your fucking job. Yeah. I can't do both sides of this. I do want to ask... I have to ask one question. Yeah. Where are you physically right now? Oh, we're girl. in my house. Hello. This is my living room. Okay, what is that artwork behind Jackie, you? Jackie, don't get into it with me. <laughs> she said as the first thing she's going to do is make fun of this painting. I said the first thing she's going to do is make fun of me. Oh, I didn't realize it was you. Oh, what? do you remember when we went out to dinner and my background on my phone was myself? And you were like, are you kidding me right now? And then I took out my retainer and put it on the table. And you were like, where are you from? <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Where was that? It was some weird place. We were in Australia. I remember it like it was yeah. yesterday because Sherry was telling us tales from the road, as it were, on Craigslist. Yeah, it was weird. And Bob the Drag Queen was there. Yes, Bob the Drag Queen was there. We were on what like was a, this gig. It was like a comedy queen's tour. In Australia, yes. Cool. And we Wait a to- minute, I was in Australia with you, Katya. Also, at you one were not. Point. I don't believe that. Oh, to be true. that's what I meant. <laughs> yes, you were, weren't no, you? No, no. We've been to. We had many good times in many good places, but Australia oh, is not. Oh, Amsterdam. One of them. Yeah, they Amsterdam. both start with an A, and you were fucked up. Yeah. Anyway, I was not fucked up, but it was fun. I'm that was kidding. a fun night. Oh my yeah. god! It's like you don't even know my sense of humor. It started with an AA. <laughs> oh, honey. Oh, and ended hello. with a no. I don't know. Okay, so that picture is. It's Very a, nice. Do it, not listen. Nobody should put up with a drag queen who doesn't have pictures of herself all over the place. I'm just not a big fan of 
pastels. So when I didn't see, all I saw was the bottom half and I didn't like it. And now that I see your face, I like it even less. <laughs> anyway. If no, you kidding. didn't like pastels, it. this house would be your nightmare. It's all pink pastels. It's, it's aggressive. It's aggressive. Yeah, it's aggressive. It's the well, mask for mask I would like to tell you that dungeon. my, I had a giant bedroom in a giant loft in uh, New York, like two blocks from ground zero, right at the South Street Seaport back in the 90s and my bedroom was purple glitter the walls were purple <gasps> glitter i was really into like powerpuff girls and like it was just very 90s and now if you see my house it's very cubist and brutalist yeah, and rustic reptilian it's kind of butch and it's sort of like Acapulco 1968 meets Planet of the Apes and like sort of futuristic, but retro futuristic. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> well, is this, this, this is your old place. If people can Google the pictures of your old place, mm -hmm. which was like breathtaking. Is yeah. this the place where you do the kitchen lives at now? Yes. Yes. Well, the old place I described as anti-mame on acid mm -hmm. and every room had a color scheme and it was really like sort of sixties and seventies this house is more, it's a darker, it's sort of like the future, but it's disintegrating. I don't know how to explain it. Are we talking about the house still? <laughs> oh my God, no, my hips, even though they're relatively new. I have to say, if we can move away from my interior decor to your exterior decor, yeah, they yes. really snatched, you, you look great. They carved you up like well, a pig, didn't they? Thank you. I had my neck done okay so what is the was, procedure what is the actual like you know a rhinoplasty is a nose job what was this called it's called giving her a was, neck <laughs> no really thinking, you know, this was uh the technical term for it is fix an old bitch's neck oh, no wow. um it's an above the shoulder vaginal Andrew rejuvenation yeah. <laughs> now here's what it is i looked like a sock puppet with the hand pulled out of it i am not only 57 <laughs> but I have gained and lost a hundred pounds oh, like six times in my life. So you fill it up, you empty it out, you yeah. fill it up, you empty it out. You know what I'm talking about? Bag. Yeah. So it was a mess. And it was the one thing that always drove me crazy. And I always put my finger, but listen, That's why, that explains super... why in all the pictures you were always one finger. Yeah. You're like, Oh, don't look, don't here. Let me put my hand exactly where I don't want you to look. <laughs> but it's so snatched, but the thing is that's freaking me out a little bit is, first of all, like, you get rid of all the extra, but now there's, like, you know, like, Can't really see. Are you a so few dark? little lines, okay. but it looks great in, because you're pulling it, and yeah, there you are do look great in, in your neck, in drag and lit with tons of makeup, beep, bop, boop, doodly do. I'm so thrilled, but chunks of my face are still fucking numb, you guys. What? <gasps> No, 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 yeah, no. Like, yeah, like. That's not. It's a great time to get into choking, Jackie. Oh, That's wait a minute. True. I love. Why? If you can't feel it, why do it? <laughs> so I'm not going to say any mean things about Sherry Vine. She's not even here to like burst into tears. <laughs> no, here's the thing. I, I love the way Katya was just about to say like, that's not normal. But I guess it really is. It takes a while for it to all come back. And then I sort of resigned myself that. Honey, if it doesn't come back, like, I don't need my feeling right here and right here. It's, who gives a shit? I look good. You don't see it? I don't feel it? Yeah. All those people poking you in the jowls is like, whatever. My scariest thing was the first time I uh, <clears throat> entertained a gentleman caller. I was a little nervous. When you first have it done, it's much more brutal than people think. 
Wait, so because you think, well, you think it's just skin being pulled. Oh no, it's the muscle. Like there's a wall of numb muscle under here. Like behind my ears looks like Frankenstein. So, like I said, my biggest fear was the first time. I'll just say it. I sucked a fucking huge dick. So. <laughs> You've sung about it. You might as well speak on it. <laughs> I know, but I used to sing about it and not ever really do it. Live it. Yeah. <laughs> the lived reality is a little bit. <laughs> I'll never forget the the baby got front video. The number of looks in that video. Oh, well. You ever seen that video? I don't know. I don't think so. There's yeah, it's so funny because it was uh, one of the first things I ever did with Austin Young. And we were in my apartment uh, where... Nadia Ginsburg lives now, my heliotrope apartment. Cool. And um, I just thought, let's literally do like, what was it? Like 13 or 14 different looks like grandma. Yeah. You know, like m sort of Bollywood. There's a rich like lady. There's like a Manson girl. Yeah. How long did he I do? said, let's, let's literally just do a look. I'll sing the song once, change. And just do it, and then you can have fun just editing, and it was just look after look after look. But the same makeup. It's very effective. I mean, that's the thing about drag, though. If, yeah. if you're the thing, it's not like you have to build a set. Yeah. You want to make more I money? I invented that. You yeah. invented doing <laughs> yeah. nothing. I love that song with you in Alaska. That's like, a, it's a, what did, so what did you invent? You, everything in drag. Why is that, um, why is that your thing? Because you started doing drag when? Like, in... I started doing drag relatively late, if you really think about it. Like, as far as, you know, some people start, like, when they're, you know, 19. I started in 1989. In your 40s. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Why can't you be this funny when the cameras are rolling? Oh. <laughs> I, I saw your little documentary. Look, the way I look at drag, it puts me in such an awful mood. Nothing's funny. Oh, my God. Can I just say, Sherry was talking about that the other day on, like, some Instagram live she was doing. She's like, I still love drag, and I love drag, and it's fun. And I'm like, honey, if it's fun, you're not doing it right. Yeah. I aspire. That's literally how I feel. Yeah. I aspire to show up like you to gigs. Like, <sighs> yeah. when we were on tour, we would pull up to, like, a beautiful hotel, <laughs> and she would look at it and go, like, is that it? This that side has a, a texture lie. to it. I am a naturally grateful, gracious yeah. person. <laughs> it's such a refined uh, level of gratitude, though. Can't really, can't really pick up on yeah, it. Nobody can pick up on yeah. it. <laughs> no, I, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, my God. It's, oh, my God. My brain. Oh, we um, asked you when you started doing drag. Yeah. What age were you? You said late start. I believe I had the same late start. Well, I started in 1989. Which makes you, were you how old I was then? born in 1963. Interesting. So 24, something like that? Tw is that right? 1996. 26? I started when I was 25, so that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever yeah. have to ask? Like, I'm 31, and I can't believe sometimes I still do drag. Yeah. When was your point of like, when you first started, were you like, surprised how long you've been able to do it i mean come on well it's a totally different world than it was there was literally first of all i didn't even know these people like i was gonna say there was you know eight people no i'm saying there was bunny sherry vine joey arias varla jean merman coco peru and when i started it was before i even really knew that world 
So I just, I didn't start it like with any idea of a career. Nobody thought you could make money at it. Are you fucking crazy? You couldn't really. I you mean, couldn't. Unless you were one of those ladies. I say this all the time. There were gay bars that wouldn't let drag queens in. There were people, you know, like running gay pride that were like, no drag queens this year. We're just, you know, that's all the news ever shows. It's embarrassing. We are fighting for our rights. We need to take this seriously. You know, so... um so when I started, a bunch of us just did drag for Halloween one year, and I just noticed that I did it, you know, with a level attention to detail that they didn't have, and I took it very fucking seriously, and I did sort of a, um, almost like a Joanne Worley meets um, Phyllis. I don't know if you've ever seen uh, Phyllis from the... Um, from the Mary Tyler Moore show, it's... Um, I oh bet God, she now I has. I'm too young. Yeah. <laughs> so it's this really wild sort of 60s look that I did the first year. And then I think like a couple of years after that, I did um, I did Shelly Winters in the Poseidon Adventure, which is really fun because you just find a dress and you like kind of burn it up one side and rip it and then like get it wet. And you have like a happy new year hat off to one side and your makeup is dripping and you have one shoe because it's the Poseidon adventure. <laughs> you guys are making faces like you don't know the fucking Poseidon adventure. I don't. I do. I do. I oh. do. It's unacceptable. I do. Is that like, is that, <laughs> was that the Tuong Fu before Tuong Fu? <laughs> no, no. No, it's, it's not it's drag, Greek, but I, li- I just did a mythology. podcast <laughs> called Movies That Made Us Gay and mine was the Poseidon adventure. There's a scene where Pamela Sue Martin, it's about a, a ship a giant luxury liner. You don't have to that, yell. <laughs> that tur- I think I do. Yeah. yeah. What? <laughs> that turns upside down at Wait, the what? stroke Before of the Titanic. Midnight. So people are like flying all over the place and then they have to climb through the ship up to the bottom of the ship to get out. And the fucking <laughs> 70s hairstyles and fashions. And there's one scene that I'm convinced is like, okay. Pamela Sue Martin is wearing a red velvet maxi dress with sort of a, you know, like men's tuxedo adjacent top. Like everyone looks amazing. And after the ship turns over, he's like, you can't climb in that skirt. And she rips the skirt off and she has matching red velvet hot pants (gasps) underneath. A reveal. (laughs) A life or death reveal. Right. Right. And then later in the movie, Stella Stevens does the ultimate shablam. Like, you've got to see this movie. Oh, my God. So I have learned that my favorite movies are where everyone gets all dressed up in their best 70s fashions and hairstyles to have the time of their life. And then their big beaming smiles turn to looks of horror in slow motion when they realize that all hell is breaking loose. So the Poseidon Adventure and Carrie. Carrie. I had the pleasure yeah. of reading Carrie last year. It was a nice short little. Have you obviously you've read it? It's not a great book. Thank and you. Even, even Thank he you. admits exactly it. I said I liked it. I I thought it like horrible. it's definitely different from the movie. I did like that it's told like entirely in like an interview with a neighbor, a news clipping. Wasn't it his first book? Yeah. It is funny it's that his... in the book Carrie's like horribly disgusting. Yeah. And then in the film all, you have a supermodel. She's overweight. <laughs> Beautiful. I don't know if the audience knows about your legendary relationship with the movie Carrie. Do you want to speak on that? Sure. <laughs> um, well, you were originally Carrie, cast as Carrie, yeah. right? And you yes. said, I don't really want to do this. So you didn't do it, right? Is that how it went? No, 
Carrie is uh, from 1976. So I saw it when I was 13 years old in the theater, oh, and it fucking wow. changed my life. Wow. I will never forget. First of all, the opening is a bunch of girls, you know, full frontal, like 70s bush. Bush, yeah. bush, right, yeah. In the shower room, and, you know, she gets her period. It's just unbelievable, the movie. It's hideous and gorgeous and campy and sad. So that kind of, like, you know infused me with all of that for my drag but i remember watching the prom scene and you know they teach it in film class it's a it's amazing just the saturated colors and it's sort of like the shower scene in psycho it's just very perfectly timed and thought out and just obsessed just obsessed with that movie and i think one of the reasons is because the theme or the moral of the story is don't mess with the freak. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's like the underdog's revenge fantasy. Totally. What, I, other, yeah. what other films do you, are there like that are kind of comparable to that revenge? Um, like well, I don't even fantasy. know if it's revenge because she is so out of control. You know, a lot of people are like, it's how come she killed the, 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 um, the gym teacher. She was nice to her. And I'm like, honey, the scene where she sees everyone laughing at her, there's a reason he used like a prism. It's almost like a kaleidoscope because that's in her head. Her mother planted it in her head that everyone was going to laugh at her. So she thinks everyone is laughing when just a few people are laughing and she's completely out of control. Her telekinetic powers, you know, coincide with her period. Okay. So you become a woman and then, you know, so anyway, so she's just killing people left and right willy-nilly <laughs> willy-nilly i like how focused they are in the book and the film about like the guys can smell your blood about like your period who can smell i think in the book they drove it home more but it's very like you have your blood the well, boys can smell it it is true i mean you know you, you can't you can't really well i mean they're pheromones i mean oh. you know like it's like a you know it's anything like you know your fucking crotch and your pits and your <laughs> It's like I mean, Migs in Silence of the Lambs. Disgusting, land. I can but smell your cut. Yeah. Now, do you? But get, anyway, I just love it. I love the movie so much. Yeah. I think. I mean, did you? When you did you take the time to see the remake? Did you live or did you not live? Mm. I'm only did asking because I, I want to hear how much you. <laughs> I barely fucking lived. I barely what is survived the point of, it. It of was doing so. That? You know what it is to make five more dollars. Yeah. I don't know. It's horrible. First of all. She's literally reaching out and doing this pantomime thing, like when, she, when, like moving, no. like her hand is picking it up, really? like a phantom. It's horrible. I hate it so much. I can't even put it into words. <laughs> you know, I did like one part of it. I did like Julianne Moore stabbing herself oh, yeah. in the leg with that sewing thing. Yeah, I mean, there were little moments like that, but I mean, listen, I, I get it. I know that the translation, if there were subtitles right now, it would just say. I'm old, I'm old, I'm old, I'm old. But it's like, I love this movie. So yeah. I don't want, you know, to me, the original is fairly perfect. There are a few things that I don't love about it. Like but what? Did you say like what? Yeah, because drag her. All I saw was this, ready? <laughs> drag her. Um, well, he does, like, he speeds up the film when they're shopping for tuxedos. And it's just weird and it doesn't really work. But he said Brian De Palma is who we're talking about. 
Brian De Palma said that uh, he used the split screen way too much, but I disagree. I love it so much. Yeah, it's, it's really exciting. It's very effective. Yeah. Did you see In Fabric, Jackie? <gasps> no. Oh, my is God. It? You've got to see In Fabric. You hated it, right? I did hate it, yeah. but it's, it's, it really could have been made by. You've, you've got to see it. You've got to see it. It's about a killer dress. A dress that oh. is like cursed that when people wear it, like they get killed. And it's shot oh, a lot it. like Carrie. It's, I mean, in the, it's so bizarre. They they have this department store that's all like, um, run by witches, and they have these giant, huge like bouffant wigs, and they dress in these like funeral clothes from the 1700s. Wait a minute, it's a department store run by witches. Yeah. Yes. So so Neiman Marcus. Yeah. <laughs> no, it is. It's very <laughs> Neiman Marcus because they give you that kind of personalized. Um, uh, uh, yeah. That personal service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have this. They use this language like. Um, you know, they, everything sounds like um like an ornate kind of poem. It's like the recesses of your purchase will ring out into the at the retail sphere for eons. It's like so bizarre. <laughs> it's just like okay, thank you. <laughs> you have to see you it. Gotta watch it's it. So, oh, so I want to see it. You would now. love it. I feel like you would love, love, love it. If you didn't like it, I'd be well, shocked. Well, you never know. Yeah. I, you know. And as we know, Jackie, I'm, your taste is very. You're easy to please. Yeah, you like anything. You know what? Can I just say the older I get the more I can appreciate. First of all, when I watch something, I can't help but think how many people worked so hard on this. Yeah. So Herbie they get credit just for that. <laughs> Sometimes that's the thing that bothers me. Like how many people worked so hard on this and they still fucked it up or it's the worst story and I can't believe anybody made this movie. But yeah, I mean, I've been watching, like just the other day I watched... Um, the Black Godfather, which is a great documentary about this guy that I'd never even heard of. And he's worked with everyone like he produced like it was all about Soul Train, which was so amazing. Anyway, so that's a great movie. I just watched Soul, which is the Disney. Did you love it? I loved it so much. Did you, cry? you guys. I cried seven minutes in. <laughs> When oh my he's God, at wow. the piano and everything goes blue and he's in his own little world playing the piano, I started bawling. It looked so gorgeous. Is that how you feel but, about cross-dressing? <laughs> yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. No, but I, I do have these moments where I'm so overblown by, it gives me faith in humanity. Like, I remember, this is such a specific memory and it's not even like, I remember in, um... Oh my God, what is the, the Corpse Bride? In Corpse Bride, which like, I don't think I've ever seen it since I saw it, you know, when it came out in the theater. Mm -hmm. But there's a scene where all those skeletons are like dancing and they're, they're like lit from one side with these like red and then blue and then green. I yeah. just was like, I loved that so much and it made me emotional. Anyway, I love it. <laughs> Things like that that just hit me like a ton of bricks. I cried at the very Brady Christmas last week. The TV made for TV movie about them all trying to get home for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if it gets me, it gets me. I yeah. do love the Brady Bunch, Jackie, right? I love the Brady Bunch. Does it is that the one that has the line, don't be sorry, just be Wally? No. <laughs> okay. This is the one where they're all trying to get home for Christmas. And uh, I don't know if you remember in the first season of the Brady Bunch. Uh, Carol Brady sings at church and you know that actress her voice Florence's voice is oh, like is really perfect like god -like. that episode is called a Christmas Carol because her name was Carol Brady. exactly god I see what and she gets uh laryngitis or as uh 
Cindy Brady calls it laryngitis. Laryngitis. That's right. Right. Yeah. Yes. And she she tells the the drug the uh, sorry department store Santa Claus, all I want is for my mommy to get her voice back and and magic and then happens. Does it really happen? Oh, well, of course. And she sings, "Oh, come all ye faithful." And then in the made for TV movie, um, you know, all these years later, Mike Brady's in a collapsed building. Because he's he's an architect on this set, and these people are like, no, we want to do it cheap. And he's like, it's not safe. And they're like, you're fired. We're doing this cheap. So then it collapses while he's in it. And then he can't figure out how to get out of the rubble. And she starts singing, Come All You Faithful. And the whole audience joins in. And he gets out of the rubble because he could hear her voice singing. Girl, I was crying so hard. I know. And then you add the layer that they were best friends in real life. And he was a closeted gay man. Yeah. And he couldn't climb out of that rubble. It's uh, just, it really breaks my heart when you see all these gay people on TV that America invited into their homes, you know, like, like, you know, like Uncle Arthur on Bewitched. And just as long as you didn't say that word, you were allowed to like love them and laugh at them and laugh with them. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's just kind of depressing, but (laughs) I'm glad the world has changed. (laughs) No, I'm glad that now they can like, you know, yeah. actually say the word. It's like when the Pete Buttigieg of the world happened. He might not be your favorite candidate, but everyone's like, it's a gay candidate. Yeah. Great. But he would have had to be a Christian, dickless, loveless, nudeless, yeah. basically pet bunny to be considered seriously at all. Because if you're gay on TV, you just have to like wear a bow on your head. But we don't want to hear about the fact that you actually kiss men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You're either a That's desexualized comedy. I can't remember when it was, but a while back, somebody. I can't remember if it was a, a reaction to something, but I tweeted, never forget that underneath this drag clown that you love so much is a gay man who loves cock. A girl. Like I just. I mean, I, I have that, the so, need to say it. If I say something like really overtly. You know, I want to yeah. buck him, whatever. Sometimes yeah. the comments will be like, "Ooh, God, that's a lot. I'm yeah. like, well, what do you think I got into this for? <laughs> Although, to be fair, your your thirst tweets are usually like, please run over my body with a I'm like, fucking choke me out and dick <laughs> yeah. me down until my eyes pop out of my skull. Yes. And people are like, oh, my God, are you gay? <laughs> Nothing yeah. wrong with that. No. Maybe I need to lead with more like, you know. I know that you guys are running the um, the um, interview, but could I ask a question? Yeah. yeah. What's each of your favorite things about me? <laughs> I mean, where do I begin? I mean, I feel weird because uh, I don't know if you take compliments well, but you are one of my favorite drag queens. I just love you. I take compliments great. You crack my <laughs> shit up. I've seen you so many times. Every time I've been in LA and you have a show, I've always come. And uh, I just, I love your, your hair and your makeup and I just love everything. Oh, You're thank so you, funny. Honey. You are so fucking mean to the people in the yeah, audience. So mean. In a way Screaming. that I am so like, I just love it. And yeah. the people, you, ha- you have a way of like, it's like a verbal contract that like, I'm going to be so mean to you, <laughs> even though you paid to be in the and front and like watch it. me and you're going to love it. Yeah. But don't you agree that, like, first of all, I make fun of myself first. Of That's course. Very clear. Yeah. And you have Which the is, best. I see queens trying to do what I do, and they don't understand that you need to make fun of yourself first. You have to do it with, I mean, the way you're describing it is like, I'm just mean, but there is some affection and oh, intelligence to it. There's a lot of it. finesse to it. It's, it's okay. like a compliment. 
to be, everybody wants to be talked to you at the show. Everyone wants to be made fun of. I don't. <laughs> I don't. Well, I've done some shows recently where after the show, people are like, what's wrong? You weren't, you were too nice. You weren't mean. <laughs> like when that woman said that thing, I thought you were going to fucking come for her. And it's just like, you know, <laughs> I try right. to make the most of moments <laughs> like that, but I don't want to actually, you know. I also, I know have, that you probably love being a performer, but I love that you enter the shows with the energy of like, <sighs> <sighs> let's do well, it. I Hit the music, it, I guess. I just, Listen, I have to say, with Drag Race, and there are queens who are turning it out on a level that I will literally never understand. I mean, first of all, back in the day, I'm more cabaret than uh, theater. So I've got my music stand. I'm like, why am I going to learn these songs? I'm going to do them for three nights yeah. this year for my holiday show and then probably never again. And, and, and I'm also old. So it's like memorizing shit is like really hard. And I just think there's something about just walking out with an attitude like I'm going to rise above this tiny little shithole space. And it's all about the connection and what I'm doing. But I'm not going to jump through fucking hoops of fire. And my wig is not a lace front. <laughs> and right. do you know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. like, yes, yes, I'm wearing a glorified tablecloth with a fucking, you know, rope around it. I don't know. It just, it seems to work, but there are times where I look at what Queens are doing. I mean, you know, you look at the Jinx and, uh, and Benda La Creme holiday special and I'm like, fuck. Oh, that like, made can, me want to be like, drag yeah. is done. The production drag is was done now. Insane. insane. Who can compete with that? Nobody. But then I think, listen, Thank God this though, well, it's, please. it's great, but it, because my show didn't cost literally ten dollars it's still you could still watch it and it's entertaining it's yeah. a different you just have to stop you know like uh comparing yourself to other yeah. people also never been bored at a jackie beach show not one minute she's never even gone oh. yeah <laughs> I mean, I have yet and with go, the jinx of the ben she... thing you have to remember many people find them grating i'm just kidding <laughs> myself included myself included it was like an embarrassment i was watching it and i was cheering for them mm -hmm. until it got so good that I kept leaving the You're room like, and being like, are you wow. serious? <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? It was just so amazing. That's funny. And I mean, to, to tell you, like, you want to talk about talent when it's just Varla Jean Merman's voice and she's playing like a fucking pina colada or whatever. And she's so fucking funny. We just did Sherry Vine's, um, Sherry Vine did a, a new variety show, I think for out TV. I hope I'm right. Oh yeah. Anyway. And Varla flew out on her own dime just to be in it. And I'm not kidding you. We could barely get through. I wrote a, a sketch for all of us. And it is so fucking funny where she assumes she's playing the sexy young daughter. <laughs> it's so funny. And then she's like, wait a minute. Am I playing the mom? And we're like, don't be ridiculous. You're playing the grandma. <laughs> and, then, and then Mario's reading. It's like, and then Mario reads the description and the, the, the grandmother is like, a hideous woman with no teeth rolls in in her wheelchair. It is so, but we could not get through it because she is so fucking funny. Yeah, that. she is. Whenever in P-Town, like whenever I get the opportunity, it's like if I have a night off and she has some tickets available, I'm like, I'm just going to go. Yeah. Because it's really like, a joke every second. Yeah. We, I saw actually, yeah. yeah, Varla came to Boston years like before Drag Race where I was on Drag Race and 
She was so great. So did um, um, Sherry and Joey Arias. They did a show together, which was so weird, by the way. Just the two of them. And then um, uh, <laughs> I finally saw Dina Martina. Did it change your life? Yeah. She's incredible. Dina is her holiday just special, like, everything I wish I could be, which is, I mean, you know, like. Unforgettable. I mean, you can kind of tell people who've done acid, and I'm not even saying Dina's done acid. My comedy is very mathematical, and it kind of makes sense. And you know, there's a setup, and the you know, then a delivery. <laughs> but God, those people who are just from another planet, I really do love. Yeah, that's. I mean, did you see Tammy's Christmas special? Uh, I did not see the Christmas special, but she, uh, I've, I've worked with her a lot and she's one of my very favorite, like, I mean, just talk about like not feeling pressure. I mean, listen, <laughs> the best thing about her, feel she pressure. feels no pressure to do a good job. <laughs> no, I just mean to like be normal yeah. or like, oh, this is how you're supposed to do it. I mean, I'll never forget. Was, was Tammy on the very first yeah. uh, the, season? Yeah. 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 I think at one point she literally like said, this is bullshit. Yeah. She's like, oh yeah. And then read Michelle for her, like um, your, her makeup and then left or yeah. something like that. She tried to, yeah, Michelle tried I'm to read her and she said, if I wanted right. to read, I could read somebody for a makeup line on their neck. She literally said that to her on television. Yeah. yeah. It's fierce. It is when fierce. She's like my go-to whenever I need, so I'm going somewhere and they say, do you want to bring an opener? She's like the first call I make yeah. because she's so professional and so wackadoo. And just like, just a good energy backstage. She's like thrilled to be. Yeah. And she's drag. so like, like you said, it's not that she doesn't, she's just on a different frequency. Yeah. Different frequency. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, you have to have faith. I mean, I think of things like anything new and different, which is so like words I don't think of when I think of drag now. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. It's just so like, oh my God. And like, I don't know if you guys watched, you know, the, the, first episode of the new season but it's just so like step over those dead bodies for fucking ratings <laughs> yeah. but yeah. i think my point is like it, it you know like roseanne was such a huge thing and nobody had ever it's always somebody who like everyone passed you know like who thought some big loud mouth that, uh, you know, relatively unattractive. I don't mean, you know, I'm just saying yeah. by Hollywood standards. Now we're and talking everyone, about her. It becomes a huge hit because everyone's, you know, starving for something different and something real. And then everyone's trying to do their Roseanne. Yeah. So there's a million stories like that and you just have to be yourself. Yeah. What I like about Tammy is it's very, um, I mean, I love the Tammies of the world because it's like, they're not really interested in whether or not what they're doing is quote unquote like marketable. Right. Yeah. But they want the nine people who worship them yeah. to have, like, the night of their lives. Yeah. And they usually do. And they 100% do. And I've I been wonder with... if they even think of those nine people. Like, I just think that they literally, I don't, I, I, I don't know what they think because I don't think they think. I'm I not think saying nine like... people watch her. I'm, <laughs> I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying, like, she's not, inter like, I've been at shows where she goes out there and let's be honest, they maybe don't all know her. Yeah. And by the end of the set, they're like chanting her name yeah. because the conviction is there. Like she, right. Yeah. She delivers and it like it is. There also is something to be said for like, is she serious? Like, is this a character? Like, <laughs> yeah. does she know it's the real deal? Yeah. And that's why people love it. And she's very lovable. And, uh, wow. 
I can't believe we've been talking about Tammy for 20 minutes and this is my So another thing interview. about Tammy Sorry, I wanted to, to mention. <laughs> back to Queens with nine fans. Jackie, <laughs> how, can I ask, how did you invent this makeup? Well, I mean, first of all, I've always been like sort of an artist, but not, you know, I mean, I can draw and like when I write something, people like, you know, Sherry's always like, oh my God, your handwriting is so good. And I'm like, it's because I'm drawing the letters. I'm not writing them. Oh my God. That's a lovely way to put it. Do you do calligraphy yeah. ever? Uh, do you have a part-time gig as a I, wedding calligraphy artist? Yeah. Are you a notary yes, public? that's yeah. how I bought this house. <laughs> no, do you enjoy the, the, you enjoy penmanship handwriting? Calligraphy to be you and me. <sighs> yes, I do love I like love handwriting and I love, love like I noticed that when I do sign autographs, my writing is very much like, um, I don't know if you've ever seen Frank Oz sign things as Miss Piggy. <gasps> no. Miss Piggy's writing is so like curly cues. Uh -huh. It's so amazing. Anyway, so I really love that, but I don't know what I'm saying. What were we talking about? Um, oh, my makeup. Yeah, Miss Piggy. Makeup. We were talking was, about you. <laughs> no, Miss Piggy and my makeup. Yeah. No, my makeup was really bad in the beginning. Like, first of all, I did my eyebrows with a Sharpie yes, for it. real. Wow. And then when you take your makeup off, it's still there. And I would take like a sponge, you know, the scrubby oh. sponge and try to, and then it would be all raw and bleeding. Ginger used to do that. Yeah, still does. Still does. Horrible. Yeah. Horrible. But then you just slowly learn. Yeah. Like you watch other people and this was before the internet. So you would just be backstage at squeeze box, you know, mm -hmm. and notice that somebody, the way they overdraw their lip and you just kind of learn what works for your face and what doesn't. And, um, I'm not or sometimes sure how we never I really learn. came up. <laughs> yeah, <I was> gonna say. <laughs> yeah. But that iconic sort of makeup that for a while there, everyone was kind of doing, mm -hmm. and there's no nice way to say that, but Let's be honest. Can we at least be honest? Can we at least be honest, you guys? That. Please. It's pretty amazing. I mean, because I don't, I mean, had anybody done those really graphic drawn on like lashes and all that until you did it? Besides, I think, well, first of all, I really think that I was very inspired by Patrick Nagel. Okay. Like I used to think like, this may look really paint by numbers and very like not terribly blended. But when a fucking camera hits it and the flash goes off, it looks like a nagel. Mm, yeah. You know, like, or, you know, so, um, and, you know, I always shave my eyebrows off because I just can't, Have you I'll always? never underspend, I'll never understand spending the time to cover them because you can never really do it fully. No. And, and then the time it takes to take them off, it's like, I'm too lazy. Just shave your fucking brows and walk around like a chemotherapy yeah. patient. Yeah, I mean, that was, that was a great segue into my next question. How do you negotiate the, the surrender of your masculinity to drag and like during the daytime? Well, okay, first of all, uh, I only get laid in drag. Okay. Okay. That. That's my, Love that. first of all, I have to tell you, there's a certain point as a gay man where you are a certain age, you're femme, you are a certain size. Like I had just completely given up. Tell me there my future, Jackie. About, Tell me my future. There are things about myself physically that like no amount of dieting is going to change. Like I'm never going to gain weight in my dick. You know what I mean? And I just am such a size queen that I, uh, I just, 
I just assume that everyone else is. And it's just not true. They, they aren't, you know, but I'm also not like this, you know, voracious, you know, power bottom. So I was just neither here nor there. And I was not in the gay world. I was just like dead. I may as well have been <laughs> dead. So, Actually, dead people might have got a little they, more they action. They didn't think right? you were dead because exactly. of the brows. They thought at you least, were dying. <laughs> at least there's a fetish for that. Yeah. But my point is then Sherry kind of like shook me up a little bit. And now I realize like, honey, I'm a fucking unicorn. And like, I am some people's like, I mean, ultimate fan. Oh, ultimate yeah. and wet I, dream girl. Dream. Dream and girl. I'm not even just talking about like the fucking, because I, I always ask them, I'm like, do you want like natural <laughs> blended makeup or do you want rock and roll whore? They always want rock and roll yeah. whore. The more makeup, the better. <gasps> and then guys will start like, I've had guys that, I mean, it makes me emotional and I'm not even joking for someone who is 57 years old and have hated certain things about myself. And then the guy says, like, I love your fat ass. Bring that fat ass over here. (gasps) Or they're like, oh, I mean, I'm just going to say it like, take out your dick. And I'm just like, oh, it's nothing compared to yours. Oh, I don't care. Like that turns me on. Like, so Alexa, it's yeah, Alexa, really... play nothing compares to you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Nah. Yeah. But it's so it's sort of like the Tammy Brown thing. Like, just you need to embrace who you are and who you're not, and not try to be, you know, and just like, honey, if you think you're fucking hot, then, you know, I mean, if somebody's not into you, they're not into you. Yeah. yeah. But. And then get them drunk. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Can I ask? Honey, I am hot. Your mother is a sexual person. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask, this was supposed to be my year. My New Year's resolution was to do it in drag. So I guess that's going to carry over to this year. Do the men care when you have so much wig and makeup on? Do they say anything? Do they have a problem with the clownery? That's what they want. That's, that's what, what they, they want. want. But I'm, t- I'm, I'm telling her that the wig choices that she's suggesting, they're a little <laughs> large. Because just yeah, for logistics, you, you want to be able to have a free range of motion. And what do you put on for the gig? What's the wig? I could send you a, it's okay. Yeah. You're sending the picture send it before, please. No, it before. is this sort of like dark wavy parted on the side that I can, you got to be able to fucking bolt it down bolt girls. It. Bolt. Yeah. And bolt. Uh, yeah, it's got some height, but not a whole lot. And, um, Oh, so you don't wear the show wigs for the set. No, no. Cause no, bunny very does. Few people want oh. full on clown. Bunny they wears want... the bunny wigs for the sex. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm always trying to hypothesize like what hair, and she's always trying to get me to go smaller, which I understand. But smaller, and then so tight that you want to have a headache. It's a numbers game. So I know this sounds crazy, but like there have been a few guys. Like this one guy was like he specifically wanted to be with a drag queen, like the colors and the giant hair and like, you know, chunky platforms and, you know, so almost like he wanted a reveal. He wanted ISIS wings. He wanted, (laughs) he wanted you to do a track. I just feel like most guys want like sex doll on steroids with helium. Like everything is larger than life. And it's like rock and roll, slutty whore, the fantasy, tons of makeup, but like, you're like some wigs are just too big. Like they don't want a walking art piece that's yeah, going to no. fall apart when they slap your face with their huge uncut top. <laughs> right. 
slap the wig right off. Neither one of you wants to have to worry about the state of the hair at any point during the evening. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. I'm telling you, I mean, the turtleneck is a good look for you. Have you ever had the, have you ever, let's say it's, I don't know, Craigslist or Grindr or whatever. Have they ever been like, I'm looking for, um, their words, not mine, like passable CD. And are you ever like, listen, I've got a, a, a I've got a clown fantasy. You want it or not? Cause I feel like they would ask for, I want real breasts, whatever. And then if you go, well, I have a little sequin dress. They're like, fine. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, listen, I've learned from Sherry that like, if the lights are dim enough that some guys will put up with anything. They're like, I don't need a lot of makeup. Just put on some lipstick. All I'm going to be seeing is the back of your fucking, the top of your wig. That's what they you told know? her. Just yeah. the wig. Just put on the just wig. Just put the right. wig on. But let me just say, like, first of all, there are varying degrees. So many. Just blowing a guy gets really boring really fast. So now my whole thing is, do you want to go downtown? Are you into drag queen dick? Like, honey, life is short. And uh, so I, there are plenty of guys who like want, yeah. And I'm not into fucking. We've talked about this. Yeah. I'm aside. But I guess my point is, first of all, you guys, I am fat. So <laughs> I've got tits. And if they are pushed up properly and shaved and have a nice, uh, you know, like bit of, you know, l- makeup on foundation. Them. Yeah. So they are blown away when Gorgeous. I send them pictures. And I'm not lying when I say this on the on the dating app. I say dating app like this is dating. Like it's dignified. I, <laughs> I say, because it's hard to describe what I am. So I say, in general, I am, I am on the trans spectrum, you know, busty, fun time, you know, I'm trying to use all the buzzwords. Yeah. And when I send a picture of the tits, they're like, I'm in. Yeah. And, and, um, but my point is, um, I just need to kind of take advantage of, of men. <laughs> Well, make, you know, make a fucking purse out of a sow's ear. (laughs) (laughs) I I think you're underselling yourself here. Make a purse out of a sow's ear. Yeah, it is interesting. I mean, we talk a lot about beauty on this show. It is interesting that dressing up as a totally different person, it does do something to how you feel about yourself out of drag. And I think a very, like, improving way. Yeah. Well, I've had guys say... Because they'll be like, oh, can I come over tonight? And I'll be like, I don't have a show tonight. And I do not, I, yeah. I don't want to get ready. Because if you flaked on me, I would be so bitter. Ooh. Because it's a 90-minute makeup job. And they're like, oh, you don't have to do the makeup. And I'm like, I need to do the yes, makeup. Yeah. Yes, exactly, exactly, exactly. I, I feel like literally I've had guys, and you guys, I mean, some of these guys, I'm seriously, when they walk in, I'm like, You've got to be kidding. Like, yes. He's here to kill I, me. Yes. I am a 57-year-old fat, like, <laughs> fat, like, come on. But when it's all put together, yeah. so I swoon like I can't even believe I'm getting this top shelf cock. Yeah. And But here's my point. I've had guys walk in and they're like, oh, my God, you're fucking gorgeous. Like, they are so into it. Yeah. And this is not, you know, like across the room. This is they're three inches away from me yeah. and like in the this direct is what they sunlight. Want. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I'm not gonna no, not in direct sunlight, <laughs> honey. But you know I always like the lights are so low. Yeah, I what's travel the lighting? with scarves what? to put over yeah, lamps. Can you give some tips to the girls? Moody. What's the lighting tricks for the trade? It's very moody. 
Oh, Sherry says like one votive candle. Like I'm over here. <laughs> follow the sound. Follow the sound of my Use voice. Use a clicker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A clicker. You know, it really, first of all, I got to say, it's not about tricking anyone. No, 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 this, no, no. This dating app that we're on, this hookup app that we're on has two choices, male or female. Oh. So obviously we list ourselves as female. Mm. But the picture and the very first thing it says in the sentence is, I am a drag queen. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not trying to fool anybody, but it just goes to show you that there are like, never sell yourself short. Yeah. And also don't get in the way. Don't let your own shit get in the way of other people's enjoyment of you. Yeah. and Right. And I was going to say that. Don't, if somebody says you're sexy, don't fucking talk them out of it. It's their opinion. When people show you who they are, believe them. (laughs) Yeah. And also, honestly, a lot of these guys are probably so closeted, et cetera. Oh, sure. They don't. They don't understand on the spectrum between somebody who lives as a woman, a trans woman, and a, a part-time cross-dresser. Yeah. They might say, looking for trans, because that's the only word they heard on, like, Reddit. They don't yeah. really know what they're looking for. So when they see drag queen, they're like, oh, I guess I'm into that, too. Yeah. Well, you know what? The cock wants what the cock wants. And if you see a picture and it starts, the the blood starts pooling, why question it? I like that we live in a world now. Not the blood pooling. When somebody gets a boner, please don't say, is your blood pooling? I was just going to say, that was the least flattering, (laughs) most unsexy image of a a Jackie Jackie in a dark room with a votive candle, is your blood pooling? I thought about an embolism or whatever it's called. Wait a minute. Wait. Here's my point. I've had friends be like, well, like, I don't, I don't even use the words gay or bi or anything anymore. Yeah. It's just like, if you see something and you, you know, like, I'm like vegan bacon. They claim to be vegan. I'm dressed up like bacon. You're not really breaking the rules. Just put it in your mouth. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying. No, I think that makes perfect yeah. sense. Jackie, I, thank you for coming on. You are just so stunning. And it's wonderful. over. It's over. <laughs> it's pretty much over. I want everybody to know where they can find you. Oh, well, I need everyone and I am not mm. joking. I need everyone <laughs> to follow me on social media. My numbers should be better. I give such good tweets and such good Instagram. God damn it. Follow me. I am Jackie Beat on every platform. The people that you love and worship would not exist without me. I invented that. She invented it, folks. She is the moment. (laughs) You are so beautiful, and I just love you. You're so wonderful. Oh, you guys, you're so sweet. And congratulations on your face. Both of you. I mean, you know, there's an annoyance level that sometimes takes over, but for the most part, (laughs) honestly, for us too. Yeah. No, I was thinking the other day is like uh, people were talking about touring, and I was like. Oh, you know, I do. I miss that uh, thing in Amsterdam we did because that was a really good, um, like, kiki off, you know, on the road, like, out of drag. I, it's nice. It's really nice. I just re. I have such a memory of that hotel that we stayed at, mm. like in Am. Is, what no in um was it Amsterdam? It was outside the where city. they had like all the like, you know, there are certain cities that just do things properly. Like you come, you could show up at two or three in the morning, and in the lobby they had like this place where you could still get like snacks and food and you know she loves her snacks and her you remember food. every location by the menu yeah i do and i remember that we went out for indian food a lot oh that's her they gig. had the best meal it was in a lovely stroll a lovely it stroll was just so nice and 
I bought a pillow. It's so funny, like a throw pillow that I still have. I actually had to put it away because it was bothering me. <laughs> it is a no, it is a throw pillow cover, but it's cork. Like oh, it's I remember really that. I remember the thin, cork store. And Sorry, it's so it. not yeah. comfortable. Yeah. And so I finally had to just like kind of stick it. Yeah, good for you. Over just stick it somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I just remember. And I have to say one last thing. My favorite memory of Amsterdam is, and this will tell you so much about me and so much about Bunny. Lady Bunny said, Jackie, I'm begging you, please smoke hash with me. You need to let go. You need to, you deserve to enjoy yourself. You need to unplug. Why won't you just do this? And I was like, and for a second I thought I should, I'm in Amsterdam with Lady Bunny. Let's smoke some fucking hash. But then I thought to myself, no, I've been talked into things like this before. That's, this is not me. Like I will not have a good time. I'm going to get paranoid. I'm going to get, I mean, I have no idea, but like, there's a reason I don't do drugs. And it's like, Let's go eat some Indian food. <laughs> Plus, Wait. when you get talked into a first-time drug experience by somebody who's experienced, yeah. they don't know how to calibrate. You don't want to get talked into a drug experience so by So when anybody. Bunny says, this is a little bit of hash, you'll be fine, <laughs> it could be enough to put you on Saturn. Yeah. Like, it's like I did with Violet. Right. Yeah. But it doesn't it sound like when you hear the sentence... I did hash with Lady Bunny yeah. in Amsterdam. I want to be able to tell that story. And now my story is how she begged me to do it. And I was too much of a pussy. I can't. <laughs> I have to go to the cork store and get a pillowcase. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Wait, I never got oh, to answer the question of what do what do I admire the most about you? Just so quickly, I'm going to do that. Oh, my God. We almost tuned out before you got the chance. Oh, no, I did. I tuned out. <laughs> um, so I'll say very quickly, I think one of my favorite things about you is that when I called you earlier... <laughs> To see if you were on uh, schedule to record, you said, I'm feeling really weird because I don't know. I'm thinking about Anne Frank. <laughs> it's true. And it wasn't a joke and it was just true. And I was like, no, you guys, it's not a bitch. joke. And I've said this before, but specifically because I'm in a mood, I've been in a mood for the last couple of days, like really like, oh, it's the new year. But, you know, what does it mean? It means nothing. I know there's a lot of good stuff on the horizon and I know that things will eventually get better, but it's going to be a long time before I can fucking go perform somewhere. And then after the show, have some hot guy come to my fucking hotel room. Okay, there I said it. So all I could think of, I was lying in bed and my one dog, Darlin, is underneath the covers and I was drinking one of my Zevia sodas, which is soda so delicious. sweetened with stevia. She that she I love those. Too. I love them too. And I just, I, I put my hand under the covers and I was petting my dog. And I was thinking to myself, oh my God, Anne Frank would have loved to like have this experience, to like have a pet, something to love, like something to touch. I took a sip of my soda and I was like, this would be such a treat for Anne Frank. And I know it sounds crazy, but I really mean it. Like you guys, they were like how many people shitting in a toilet and all they had was like books and her diary. And like, they couldn't do anything or make noise or do fucking anything. So boo hoo, get over yourselves. You can go for a drive. You can go for a walk. You can watch any fucking movie, hear any fucking song, yeah. watch That's drag really shows. True, Jackie. Yeah. Like, watch drag shows from the safety of your fucking home. Like, we are in paradise. And I know it's, You're you right. Know. But no, I want to go to Puerto Vallarta. 
Oh, fuck those queens. Can you believe? I mean, I can believe. Yeah, absolutely. I can of course. Believe, yeah. You know what? Coco and I were texting about this and I just typed, I'm so glad I did all those fucking AIDS benefits back in the day so they could pull shit like this. And she was like, exactly. I'm furious. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I feel they should. I mean, we're at the point where they need to close the doors in the United States because we can't be trusted to interact with the rest of the world because we don't act right. Wild and out always. Do you that America? We can't be trusted. Can't be trusted. That's our new. That's our new, uh, you know, like slogan. Yeah. Well, I love you, Jackie. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, it's such a privilege. Thank you for doing this. You guys are adorable. Now, um, you'll send me a link so I can share it and like my Absolutely. nine fans. I'll send it to your people. Or yeah. Listen, I don't have people. <laughs> I don't what have do you think I was ones? on Drag Race? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be great. Awesome. Thank you, Jackie. Oh, people are going to be really great. excited to yeah. find out about this up and coming ingenue yeah. talent. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to say one last thing. Yeah. The fact that I kept such energy and such a good attitude <laughs> staring at a big, giant fucking print of Rainbow Bright meets, <laughs> meets Ronald McDonald up on that fucking wall. It takes one to know one, bitch. Yeah. I know. All right, you guys, I love you. I love, I love you too, Have Jackie. a lovely night, Jackie. Bye. 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 That's Alaska. Oh, 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 oh,